Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. I'm your host, Sif, and I'm the founder of Icing and Glitter, which is a blog, Instagram account, and YouTube channel. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the giveaway I'm hosting. If you want to win a goodie bag of my favorite beauty products, subscribe to and review this podcast and send me a screenshot to sifat.h91 at gmail.com. Guys, I'm giving away a goodie bag to everyone who does this, so don't miss out. Okay, so today I'm chatting with Becky Sines. Becky is the founder of Holistica Skin, a crystal-charged skincare line. Yep, you heard that right. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about the healing powers of crystals and have seen beautiful stones like rose quartz and amethyst floating about on Instagram. Well, Becky's going to give you some clarity as to why crystals are so popular. Becky and I basically do a deep dive into all things skincare related, including face mapping, the connection between gut and skin, lymphatic drainage, and so much more. One of the reasons I was really keen to speak to Becky was because her business is fairly new. She bootstrapped Holistica while working another job, balancing an insanely demanding schedule while hustling to grow her business. I think it's super important to get an inside look into what it takes to become successful because it's what busts the myth of the overnight success. I think you guys are going to love this episode. Becky was so full of knowledge in all things wellness and skincare. So with that, let's welcome Becky Signs. Hi, Becky. Hello. So to start with, um, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Yeah, so I'm Becky. I'm founder of Holistica, Holistica Skin, and we are a crystal-charged botanical beauty brand. We make products to help women to elevate the relationship they have with themselves, and then I guess in turn the world as well. Wow. So what made you decide to start a skincare line? Yeah, so I've always been really interested in skin, and from, I guess, a nutritional point of view, I've always loved learning about how we feed our skin through yeah. things like beauty foods and things like that. Um, and always had that, I guess, very typical girl obsession with like lotions and potions. Yeah. Um, and then out of, I guess, my own dysfunctional relationship with my skin came kind of a need for an approach that was a little bit different than harsh products and, and kind of like putting ourselves under the microscope. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you talk about like superfoods on skin and all that kind of stuff. So right now there's like a growing trend towards accountability, like what we put into our bodies. So where do you think skin comes into that? Like, why do you think it's important that we're super conscious of what we put in our skin? Like, tell me about your journey. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, our skin is essentially um, in the same way that we'd feed our body. Our skin is is very much like its own digestive system, except it doesn't have the same filter. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our body, when we eat food, has a digestive system that can filter out toxins, whereas when we put things on our skin, it goes straight into our bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So it's super important that what we put on it is is of a, of a pure, um, yeah, a pure integrity. Um, so my own journey has been kind of looking for quick fixes and 
that very typical what can we slap on to, to make things better it to look better how can we get an overnight success so did you have like a specific skin issue that you kind of you were dealing with and as a result you were like hey like let me look into natural skincare or whatever yeah so growing up I never really had uh, the kind of teenage problems and, but as I reached my 20s mm-hmm. I started to struggle a little bit with breakouts yeah and I feel like it's a common thing yeah, nowadays people like so. with hormonal acne a lot of the times like people are so lost and confused about why it happens all of a sudden I think we are you know there is more stress in our in our generation and also Mm -hmm. just in our lifestyle yeah we have more city living and and lots of things that can throw our hormones off and hormones are just one of the the kind of things that can disrupt our skin but there's also things that can disrupt our digestive system which in turn will will come up to our skin I mean nowadays I feel like there's so many preservatives and chemicals and foods that shouldn't be there and I mean it's uh, like there's such a close link between gut health and our skin health yeah definitely i mean i like to say that our skin is our it's definitely not my phrase but our skin is our window into wellness you know you can pretty much figure out what is going on and get a picture of your health by looking at your skin and the different areas on your skin yeah i've i've definitely heard that over and over again like uh, the more i research and the more i look into it i mean I I didn't realize there was such a close link. Yeah, definitely. But now the more I read into it, it's just like if your body isn't eliminating the toxins that it should, then, you know, the, I guess the last resort is to show up on your skin. So, I mean, it just says yeah, so much about what 100%. goes on. And I think as well, it's it's not just necessarily kind of a physical thing. I think it's a very multifaceted picture. So you can look at, I mean, in Chinese medicine, for example, if you were to look at face mapping and to look at your forehead that would be digestion mm-hmm. and that can also link to the organs of digestion and the emotions that are surrounded kind of that organ yeah um, so it's really interesting to to look at that i mean we have this space in between our temples which is in chinese medicine our liver which is the emotion anger so it's like what are you annoyed about what are you holding on to can that be linked to to kind of stuck energy in your body how interesting i i mean that is really cool yeah, information um so I have a, an interesting thing to ask you. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was scrolling through the Holistica Instagram page, which is really beautiful, by the Thank way. You. And I saw your post on lymphs and it was just about how, you know, your, your lymphs are sometimes unable to, I guess, detox properly. Yeah. So can you touch on that a little more? Because I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, of course. So our lymph is a little bit in the same way that we have... Um, our circulation mm-hmm. um, and our blood system is pumped by our heart. Our lymph is a system that carries all of our immune our immune fluid, essentially, the mm-hmm. white blood cells. It's responsible for carrying toxins out, out of the body as well. But unlike the, the heart and the circula- circulatory system, um, it doesn't have a pump. So we stimulate the movement of our lymph by our, our body movement. Okay. By also um, things like dry body brushing, which mm-hmm. is super helpful for kind of both removing toxins from our body and also in turn then um, also improving our skin. So there's lots of things that we can do to help encourage the lymph, drink lots of water. There's Mm. certain herbs that can help as well. What are some of your favorite herbs? I don't want to recommend herbs directly for things, but I love um, echinacea for immunity. Oh my gosh, echinacea is like, it saved me in the past. Like when I've been feeling unwell or like just kind 
under the weather and I feel like a cold or a flu coming on, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Amazing. Like it's its abilities to heal. I mean, Definitely. insane, insane. And I'm, I'm really into mushrooms at the moment. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you heard of the brand Four Sigmatic? Yeah, I'm absolutely hooked on their yeah. on their coffee. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm obsessed with the brand. It's so really, good. really very good. So um, you mentioned that Holistica is like a high vibe brand. Yeah. So get into that a little bit. What does that mean? Um, and I saw that some of your products are infused with crystals. Can you touch on that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, of course. So I think when I when I was struggling with my skin, one of the most um, damaging things, less it wasn't even so much the the actual skin breakouts I was experiencing. It was the way I was treating myself. So it was the mm-hmm. negative self talk and the kind of like picking and squeezing and scrutinizing my face. And all of that was very, very negative mentally. Um, and so one of the main things about the brand was how can we make it part of um, a much bigger message? How mm-hmm. can we help to change the conversation that we have in the mirror to mm-hmm. then change the conversation we have with ourselves, and then change the conversation we're having with the world? So high vibration is all about the food you eat, the products you choose, and then also in turn the thoughts you're giving energy to. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that they are kind of aligned with where you want to go, the, the optimum energy that you're striving to have in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the crystals? Yeah, so the crystals um, kind of have a, I guess, a, two, a two-part reason. Mm-hmm. So on one side, there's this um, very close link with kind of the healing energy of crystals. Mm-hmm. So they can prompt this message of self-healing. They can be linked to certain um different symbolisms for each one so like for example a very popular one would be rose quartz and Mm self-love um so they are actually changing the vibrational structure of the of the liquid as they're infusing into it so the mists for example the crystal mists that we have are face mists Mm -hmm. and they have um, crystal chips inside whereas the face oils are charged on a large piece of selenite which is a which is a crystal of a lot of positive healing energy that is incredible yeah um i actually saw or i read a study by some japanese um like a Japanese professor, I think. And it was about how crystals had that energy and it actually changed the molecular composition of water that the crystal was put into. So I thought that was really, really interesting. They essentially have the ability to um, reflect light on a a scientific level Uh because of the way that the structure inside a crystal is. Uh They reflect light like more than anything else in the world can do. So even just on that scientific level, they are just kind of reflecting the vibrational molecules. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. And at the same time, you know, even if you're not somebody that wants to believe in the the kind of magical healing properties, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a very personal choice. Yeah. Um, But I love them in the the sense that you can just use them as a personal prompt to take a deep breath, be more present, Mm -hmm. be more mindful when you go to your beauty ritual, you know, really have a ritualistic experience rather than make it this kind of three-step, four-step, five-step routine where you're going through the motions and not really connecting to your skin and to yourself. I love that. So speaking of gratitude and high vibes, what do you do? Like maybe three of your favorite tips that you do to kind of practice self-love. Yeah, definitely. So I think even though um, we've touched a lot on physical, I think honoring the physical self is a big part of self-love for me so Mm -hmm. if I have my non-negotiables in the morning that would be dry body brushing tongue scraping and trying to move my body so that would be like the physical Mm -hmm. so that would be one thing um I also try and um smudge so clear the energy with palo santo or Mm -hmm. sage Mm -hmm. um just something to kind of 
try and make me aware of the negative energies that I felt or the stuckness and, and let it go. Yeah. And then I guess another one, I really like having baths. I know that's everyone has that kind of, oh, it's self-care and it's baths. But yeah. for me, that's such a ritual. I mean, it is. Like, yeah. I think it just because it, it people do it because it works, you know? Yeah, it really definitely. is so relaxing and healing if you're using certain, like, um, like certain things into your bath, like yeah, essential definitely. oils and like salts and stuff. It's really healing for your physical body. hundred percent. Yeah. Like definitely. when I get a massage, my therapist is always like have a bath after because your body is releasing so many toxins no, that it, it really needs is. that the help. Bath can be so, so transformative. Yeah, really. It, it really, really can. Yeah. So, um, do you have three tips that you could share f- to, for someone who wants to start their own company? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I think one of the things I've struggled with the most is my tendency to be a perfectionist. Oh, God, tell me about it. (laughs) You know, it it probably took me me longer to start it and and to, you know, curate how I wanted the physical elements to look because I was so hung up on how can I make this look like, you know, uh, a beauty brand that has Mm -hmm. all of this money that I didn't have at at the time of starting. And and I think one of the things I realised was the uniqueness that that we have as small brands is that we are small brands we can yeah. tell that founder story and and you you can't do that as a big brand so there's a kind of magic in in reveling in the in the imperfect and i think everyone starts somewhere you know yeah, i think definitely. that there's like a real beauty because if we all shared our stories the term overnight success wouldn't really be a thing because that's not actually like that's not a real phenomenon no definitely not so much hustle goes into it like even the big brands that are big right now um they they started small and it's not all glamour that it is maybe today like everyone goes through that hustle to get to where they want to be so it's quite interesting yeah definitely i also think you know we can we can worry about the numbers for example, with social media, you know, mm-hmm. how many followers have we got? How many followers have they got? Mm-hmm. And I've always tried to think that it's about all about quality and not quantity. If I'm having Absolutely. a conversation with people, if they're regularly like liking and enjoying what I'm sharing and the message and the, the brand message is resonating with them, mm-hmm. then if I get 10 followers and not 100, then that's that's great. I don't want people that are just lukewarm about it I want people yeah. to 100% on the mission with I mean me. that's how you build that community right because yeah, the people definitely. that show up actually really really care about the brand which is what you want at the end of the day yeah definitely I mean that's they're the kind of brands that I resonate with as well the ones that really create an engaged community yeah I think it's really really important because then people stand behind that brand and like the ethos of the brand I think it's they feel connected to the the like the messaging I think yeah definitely so I think that's two, isn't it? That we did two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the third one would be um, not to let the money stop you. So great, I, yeah. great tip. I mean, I I had a brand um, previously, a fashion brand, and at the time I'd had savings mm-hmm. and I made decisions w- with the company about you know certain design things, and and I was able to make quick decisions. Mm-hmm. And you know, while I don't regret any of those decisions, this time round I bootstrapped the whole thing through working. And I wow. didn't have any savings. And what that allowed me to do was kind of really take my time in making decisions, really make sure that things were cohesive and aligned and I really things that I wanted to invest in when I did spend the money. And, and yeah. I treated them very differently. Um, so while it while it didn't take me, well, it definitely, sorry, well, it definitely took me longer. Yeah. 
I never let that kind of be something that held me back. I just took my time with it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really, really good tip because I think people often use money as an excuse. And I think it's, I mean, it's great that like, I mean, if you need to take your time, you take your time, but you just do it anyway. Definitely. And you figure out what you need to sacrifice. You know, I, I worked a job that I, that I didn't enjoy with people that I liked, but I didn't enjoy the job. Mm. And I did 60 hour weeks and I made it work. And oh my God. Well, there was a point and it stopped being sustainable, you know, yeah, of course. um, but you know, while it, it allowed me to start something, which, yeah. which was the main point. And which is what you're passionate yeah, about at the end definitely. of the day. So it's uh, everything else is almost like a vehicle to 100%. get there. And I, I found a reserve of energy that I didn't even know was possible because yeah. I was so motivated. Yeah. By yeah I mean, it, it's like it's that same story with anyone who's really passionate about starting a business right like I remember when I had started my blog not that I thought it was a career path at all but I was working another job like I had a full-time job Mm. and I just started my blog for fun and I realized how much I loved doing it so I kept doing it and when I realized that it could become a career I just hustled real hard and like I did that with my job and I remember having those kinds of weeks where I was like I just I I can't like I'm so exhausted Mm. but I mean it pays off at the end yeah definitely and I think you know the beauty of of being in this kind of wellness space and this space of authenticity is that you can be real with your audience you Mm -hmm. know and you don't obviously want to share all of that with them but when you do share that you do get more resonance with people you get more connection because you're showing vulnerability and that's a big yeah yeah and I think social media can often seem like this like shiny perfect world and it's not you know so I always appreciate when brands and you know uh, like people on social media really share their struggles because it humanizes them you know because everyone like everyone deals with those kinds of struggles and it's just important to share so that people people know that it's it's not not always always like yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um so tell me what are a few challenges that you've faced as an entrepreneur um, definitely time management. So trying to get everything I want done mm-hmm. in the in the fashion that I I'd like it done. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it can be quite lonely. Yeah. Um, it can be quite difficult sometimes to make decisions on your own when you ne- haven't necessarily got a team that you can mm-hmm. ask for opinions. Um, I I'm lucky that I have a strong support network with family and friends and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes it, it just gets quite lonely. You know especially when you're sacrificing things you're sacrificing going to see friends going to going to events or or, or different things that you would do in your social life instead yeah. instead you're prioritizing your business yeah it can be lonely so i think one way to tackle that is definitely to find other friends that are founders as well or, mm-hmm. or that are doing their own thing i think they just they understand the, yeah. the hustle a little it's, it's like it's completely different right because if yeah. you're just happy doing a job and that's all you want to do I think your life is so different from someone who has a job and then they're hustling uh and you know doing a side hustle Mm. in order to make it like a full-time business like I mean your your work hours are absolutely insane because you're working two jobs yeah (laughs) definitely they're definitely yeah completely different but I I do think I mean I moved to London at the same time as starting the brand Mm -hmm. and it's been one of the best things to help me meet new people yes because it's given me a reason to you know it's very hard I think as adults to go and find friends yes yes unless you're in a work environment you know to go and use a business as a way to meet people you know to Mm -hmm. connect over the, the business that you have and and yeah I have made friends which I think if I hadn't got a business I maybe wouldn't well I definitely wouldn't have reached out to some random girls on Instagram and been like can we go for coffee um 
but yeah so I think I think the loneliness thing has been a struggle but I think it's it's easier when you do meet people yeah absolutely it's always about meeting like like like-minded people that kind of get it um so with your 60 hour work week (laughs) and not anymore but that's what you used to have and like while you were doing holistica how when you got overwhelmed like how did you deal with it like do you have any tips and tricks because I think it's it's incredible that you were working like that hard like what did you do for your sanity um I don't really know I don't it all feels like a bit of a blur now I think I think I so I worked in hospitality so I was able to start a little bit later and Mm -hmm. and while I finished later I kind of had a break in the middle of the day so I think it was massively just about managing my time Mm -hmm. and then yeah it's it's strange you do get a reserve of energy that comes from the business so yeah I think that feeds you yeah um what should I do for my sanity and relaxation yeah I think I think I didn't do a lot socially and when I was not at work I just kind of came home and had the laptop and just lay down yeah yeah (laughs) you know what it's uh, sometimes you need that time for yourself to like unwind definitely not my social butterfly years (laughs) oh yeah yeah it never is at at that stage of the business (laughs) and I can totally relate to it yeah um so any time management tips time management tips yes I'd say well personally it works for me but I always would sacrifice sleep in the mornings to feel prepared for the day ahead oh totally yeah so I I get up like two hours before whereas it can take me 20 minutes to leave the house if I if I was in a rush oh I'm I'm fully with you I feel like it really helps you get started on the right foot instead of like rushing out the door yeah I don't think rushing energy is good for anyone oh I completely agree so I think yeah setting up I think um you know we're so lucky that we live in such a digital age we have our Mm -hmm. phones which are essentially our connection to everything I Mm -hmm, can essentially mm -hmm. everything but post out an actual product I can do from my phone so take advantage of the time that you have on the tube Mm -hmm. you know walking somewhere I think you can always multitask obviously there's times when you want to be present but Yeah. yeah I think if you want something badly enough, you can you can find it time to do it. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, getting into mornings, since you do, you're, you're like an early riser <laughs> yeah. like me. Do you have a morning routine? I have some things that I try and I try and do to set me up. Sometimes it fluctuates a bit, but I guess I wake up. I have a dog that she tends to sleep out in the lounge, but she comes in in the morning for a little love. And that's quite nice. Guys, Becky's dog is like really <laughs> cute. I just met her. Her name is Bailey and she's so, so friendly. She is amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, she comes from a little, for a little love. And then, um, and then I go, I scrape my tongue. Mm-hmm. I put, sometimes I put honey on my face in the morning mm-hmm. as that's quite good. What benefits do you know? Yeah. So uh, honey is basically, it's got a lot of, minerals and enzymes in it and the enzymes when you when you actually wash it off mm-hmm. they have um like a slightly exfoliating effect so like a chemical exfoliant wow i yeah. didn't know that it's also super nourishing so it's very feeding for hi- and hydrating for your skin which is great oh that's amazing yeah so i i tend to like to use that to kind of cleanse in the morning instead mm-hmm. of anything a bit a bit stronger yeah so i put that on my face um and then i'll make probably like a, a drink which will be like aloe mm-hmm. and water i used to do lemon a lot but mm-hmm. um i've kind of i'm on an aloe kick and then i do yoga for about 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then i body brush get in the shower and then i guess it's like i put my face on and then i guess it's kind of like if i haven't food prepped i'll make some food and things like that but normally if i do a little bit of movement 
try and do my um, tongue scraping and my body brushing and I'm generally okay. Yeah, it's so like yeah. a nice little ritual to kickstart the day. Yeah, definitely. And I guess my, my meditation is more my evening, nighttime ritual with my skin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's it's super important. Yeah. Um, and so let's talk skincare. Okay. Um, what are some of your favorite products? Like, tell me about your routine. Okay, so I'm mad about oils. Um, yes, I love I think oils. <laughs> most people that are into natural products are big fans of oil. Mm-hmm. My skin um, changed massively when I started to use them. Um, so yeah, I, I really like jojoba oil. I think it's super gentle and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much a universal oil for most people. That's awesome. Um, I really like hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. I think that's really great for if you're going to put oil on top, if you're going to put anything, anything that has, you know, potency. Mm-hmm. It's if you're not putting hyaluronic acid underneath, it's almost um, you're only getting half of the use out of a product. I really? Think. Wow. I it essentially just like sucks everything into your skin. That's actually I mean, I knew that it was like a moisture bomb, but yeah. that from that aspect, I had no idea. So that's that's a really good tip. It's a little bit like if you're putting oil on your skin to put it on dry is is um, is a bit of a waste. Really? Yeah. So if you put it on damp skin or, you know, if you use a mist or a toner first, mm-hmm. To put it onto damp skin is a little bit like, yeah, the same kind of magnetic experience that hyaluronic acid would do. You're allowing it to, it's a bit like when you put moisturizer on out of the shower, if you put it on with with damp skin, Uh it will make your skin much softer, it'll lock in the moisture. Whereas if you put it on dry skin, it, it just doesn't have the same absorption and most of it will just end up being rubbed off. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. That is so, that's really smart. Yeah. So hyaluronic acid, anything else? Um, and then I quite like to be DIY, so I guess the raw honey, mm-hmm. Um, I really like yogurt. Fresh yogurt on your skin is super good because of the lactic acid is very exfoliating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you have if you struggle with kind of redness or, or breakouts, mm-hmm. something that has a chemical exfoliant rather than a manual exfoliant, so like a um, an acid rather than a scrub, mm-hmm. is um, is very helpful. Amazing. Yeah. So from the holistic line, do you have any favorite products? I love the balance elixir. Yeah. So that's kind of my absolute fail safe no matter what my skin's so doing. So tell me a little about the balance elixir. Yeah, so that's got jojoba in it as well. It's also got watermelon seed um, oil in, which is it's kind of similar to jojoba in the sense that it will balance your pores. Um, okay. It's not going to clog your skin. It's not too hydrating because the balance mm-hmm. elixir is really for people that yeah do struggle with breakouts but also might have combination skin. So they might have areas of their skin which are drier and areas which are a little bit more oily mm-hmm. it's also got juniper in it's got orange it's got geranium so it smells really amazing i bet yeah so the whole line is like fully all natural yeah it's fully all natural it's also organic but i haven't got my certifications yet um, yeah as that's a little bit of a costly process but yet it is all organic and natural um we have three elixirs which are all blends of um, cold pressed oils and essential oils and some botanical oils in there as well mm-hmm. and then three crystal mists which are all crystal charged um, floral waters I love yeah. that, that so sounds... the thought is that with the two of them you can kind of create your own hydration situation yeah are you thinking of doing cleansers as well in the future yeah the cleansing the duo book? yeah cleansing duo is um set to launch i think it'll be the beginning of next year now that is so exciting yeah. that's really soon yeah it's exciting i think um without giving too much away there will mm-hmm. be a there'll be a cleansing honey involved which will Ooh, be exciting yeah. uh, right <laughs> from your playbook yeah <laughs> that's super exciting 
Okay, so to end, tell everyone where they can find you and Holistica, social media handles, all that good stuff. Yeah, so on, on all our social media, we're at Holistica Skin. And then if you want the website, it's mm-hmm. www.holistica-skin.com. And where can people buy your products? Just directly through the website? Yeah, directly through the website. You ship worldwide. We ship worldwide. Um, we're about to start working with stockists both in the UK, online and in the US. Mm-hmm. So that's super exciting. And um, we're also about to, to kind of come out with some new packaging, which will be in a couple of weeks from when this um, when this airs. So that's really exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Becky, for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much.